You are now listening to Well, Well, well Phila Now. Like, oh my god, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ex. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Hello, guys. Hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Well, Well, Villanelle. I hope you guys did your homework. Yes, hope you had a wonderful week. What did we do? We had St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. I went in for another viewing of Captain Marvel. Who's still number one? For, oh, all yeah. <laughs> for all the meninists out there. Hey. Oh, did you go twice? I went twice too. <laughs> and all this uh actual um I put some links in the group earlier. Like fan art is popping up. I mean, I've seen a lot of fan art with um Maria and and Carol, but now I'm seeing Captain Marvel and Valkyrie. And I have to tell you, I'm not mad at it at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you just say Said yeah, look at the last Twitter link I sent because someone drew some fan art of Captain Marvel. Wait, did Brie share like, it? She Wait. did. Okay. So Wait. the artist shared it, and then Brie was like, "We cute," and then a couple hours later, Tessa was like, "We are so cute." <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna say I need that warrior you know energy in my mm, life. That's Marvel. right. Make it happen. That's right. So yeah, there wasn't really much news this week in the way of Killing Eve because we're getting so close to the release of season two on April 7th. Um, so it was a lot of puff pieces of just like, oh, here's Sandra. Oh, here's Jodie Kemmer. Here's stuff we said already, but another article, which I like. I like that people are writing puff pieces just to mention Killing Eve so they can maybe get some clicks. That's good. But I did come across an article um, that was featuring Phoebe Waller-Bridge from The Guardian that caught my attention because it was like, the title was Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Empowered to See Violent Women on TV. That's right. Yes, bitch. That's right. Yes, yes. Completely and totally empowered. And she says in the article, I think people are slightly exhausted by seeing women being brutalized on screen. If I can just say emphatically and 127,000%, that's exactly me. I mean, yeah. That's me. It's like that new series um, that's on Netflix right now. It's like an anthology thing of animations, Love Robot something. You know what I'm talking about? It was trending. I think it's, I know Love and Robot are in the title. I feel like there's a third no, I, word. Right. Um, love. I've seen people talking about it. But when I saw, like amongst the conversation, people were like, oh, the animation, the artistic side of it is fantastic. But hey what's with all this love death robots that's the name there of it. it goes um people are like what's up with the wanton misogyny and apparently in some of these shorts there are you know unnecessary scenes of brutality against women i guess and also the trope of like sexy sexy woman assassin she has no real personality or goals other than to be sexy for the male gaze <sighs> so yes phoebe Yes, it is empowering. It is awesome. And thank you for giving it to us. Um, she's also, I don't know if we mentioned, she's doing a run of Fleabag in New York. And I tried to get tickets, but it's impossible. Oh. You know how it is over here. Because because if you didn't get tickets right when that bitch announced it, which right. I did not it know. It was too late. I'm not, I've not been in like the theater scene like that for a little bit. Because there was totally a time, like some years ago, where I was going to the theater like two, three times a week. But not anymore. And so we're going to miss out. 
on Phoebe Waller Bridge because the only ticket that is available on StubHub is like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, and we can't both sit in that chair. They're not gonna let it happen. Ugh, damn it. I just, you know what this this kind of like pisses me off. Like when I was trying to get Serena's, Serena's like Nikes. And they disappeared off Nike like oh. in a fucking second See, that's those for men. Bots. The men, yeah, the men. It's the men. They buy it and then they go to resell it. And there's just probably like twenty versions of her, um, of her shoe that was supposed to come out for the U.S. Open, and they're all like a thousand dollars or more on eBay. And I'm just, I'm mad. <sighs> but yeah, I think that's that's pretty much. Yeah, news, news is news is pretty light. News is pretty light. But you know, it's not going to be like this next episode. <laughs> Take me to the hole. Yes, because uh, we love words here. <laughs> we love wordplay. We love analogies, syllogisms, euphemisms, all the isms that can occur. We love them all. Yes. So I guess we should just hop right the fuck into it. Yes. Into another lovely episode as we are in episode six. Take me to the hole and we will be back. All right. We are back. Yeah. Wow. Oh, what an just episode. wow. <laughs> Why don't you start us off, Terrence? All right. How did we even begin? Oh, my We gosh. began, Let's well, see. we began, uh, I guess, just thematically leaving off from Villanelle saying, do you like me, yes or no, with her gun. Um, <laughs> but in the episode, Let's see. Um, we start okay. off with a... Uh, Oh, yes. Isn't she with Constantine? Um, let's see. Yes, Constantine and Villanelle start the episode. Yeah. Uh, he's basically uh, telling her about her next mission. Um, she's like, uh, okay, what if they recognize me? Because, you know, she's been in this uh, facility before. Uh, she was actually broken out, apparently. Uh, yeah, she's has some... Well, this is her origin story, actually. Um, she's from... Mos- well, maybe not from Moscow, but that's Russia is her home, and that's where she did her most infamous killings that are actually tagged to her government. Because every killing she's done since then is for the twelve, presumably. I mean, also for her, but mostly for the twelve. Yeah. And so, so he's reading off her rap sheet like you're going to be this person here, and you're wackest be- person ever because <laughs> she's the hat thief. Yes, you stole some very controversial controversial hats, hats is what he says. And so she's bored out of her mind, so she's playing with the glow compartment see i feel like that's a combination of like of like just restlessness but also nervous energy because i do that i like those little fidgeter things that you can play with your hands and i mean it's it's good that they note that because that will re-come up uh later <laughs> this season it sure um, will with her bay counterpart but yeah <laughs> constantina's like would you fucking stop already with that it's annoying me because she completely deflected his question i think he was like he basically gave her the deets and he was like yeah yeah, yes what you gotta do like repeat that shit back to me and she's like okay but how come you've never slept with me though he's like really bitch like this is like is that why this is not why why are you even thinking like this i'm just i'm telling you to repeat the details for the mission Mm. and um 
I mean, it's weird because I feel like he's giving a lot of protective dad energy, but at the same time, at the point where she's sort of like, I, you know, resistant to going and he's like, it's okay, I promise you'll be out in two days. And he like cradles her cheek. I feel like that to me was the equivalent of Villanelle talking about, let's go fly a kite. Like she's in a Disney oh, musical uh-huh. with Nadia. Uh-huh. That that Villanelle should have been like, why are you cresting on my cheek? For all these previous five episodes, we've seen a you know degree of intimacy, but like not, not the kind of intimacy that's like, let's hug, let's caress a cheek. Hell no. And so the fact that he actually put his hand on that bitch's cheek to be like, oh, I promise. I was like, you a whole ass liar. This is a lie. This is a fucking lie. Because there's no fucking way that you mean what you're saying, especially because we know he is aware Right. That Carolyn and, and Eve are touching down in um, Russia, Russia proper. And he's concerned for himself mostly. I don't think he's concerned for Villanelle. He's concerned for himself and all the covers he evidently has with all the agencies oh, yeah. that he's lying to. So, you know, she gets slowly escorted into a paddy wagon. Yeah, she doesn't want to get out the car at all. Uh, then uh, we get the this piece of a title card. We get a hard cut to, I want to say, is this... Is this Eve walking in on Nico? Is, does that happen next or do we go to Carolyn first? I feel like, well, we didn't mention that she licked his hand, which classic Villanelle, that just came back into my head that she like licked his hand after he <laughs> caressed her. And I feel like that was her reacting to be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Um, this is not how we, this is not how we interact. But so, I think we go to her in jail automatically, don't we? Like, isn't just like the cut to her in jail? Uh, the way I'm looking because at we everything. we end that that first scene with the title card and she leaves the car and that song that was interesting that we have to find yeah. the name of where the lyrics are like I've done something bad yeah. and then it's like I've looked back and I'm like like Lot from the Bible <laughs> because what do you because she does kind of like look back longingly um, and then I I believe it's a hard cut to her being in jail and she's taken off her the oh, last bit yes. of garments that she has and. You know, she's putting on her prison garb. And Sorry, just like, the wow. pretty pink clothes is yeah, getting stuffed gone. into like a burlapy kind of sack, and she's in dingy colors. Yeah, checking out her 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 scenery and the women in the scenery. Oh, and Probably then, sizing them up for violence, but also just because she's villain now. And then you know there was a, a interesting cavity search, cavity search <laughs> with a hyper a new recruit who was there. I mean, <laughs> she was real extra because. <laughs> the, the girl doing the cavity search and she that's who she directed the question to. She was like, hey, you enjoying this? And then just got popped right away and then immediately popped the girl right back. It was like, oh, oh, dear. oh dear. And then rookie number two off the side was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to beat you down with my baton. So, yeah. And uh, that was Villanelle's official first prison beatdown. I like to think that when she was first booked in, she got her first fight, like in intake, like right. basically right I mean, there. <laughs> like she exactly. wasn't even fully in the shit and she's already got herself in trouble. So like y'all gonna remember me. He's regressing, you know, regressing yeah. back to old habits. And so then from there we go back to headquarters okay. um in London and Kenny has found a girl and Eve is like, Oh, is it, is it Oksana? And he's like, no, no, it's not Oksana, but it's this bitch Nadia that we think was, was hanging out with Oksana. Um, and she was in the jail with her at the same time. And of course, Eve is super pressed mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, fantastic. She's in a jail in Russia. Let's get over there. We got to talk to her right away. She might know about Villanelle. And Carolyn's like, uh, if she's a lead to anything, it's a lead to the 12, <laughs> to the 12. How about big Eve. picture? Big, big picture? picture here. Big picture. And he was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, can we go? And then uh, at the same time, Elena and Kenny. Because well, Carolyn's like, this. is it a is it a team thing? And they're like, oh, uh, uh, actually, I, actually I gotta, well, you know, my cat, uh, my plant then, died yeah, shopping for goldfish. No, thank you. No, no, thanks. Yeah. 
And I respect that because realistically, Elena should still be shook. I mean, her her sad humping only happened a day ago, literally a day ago. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense to be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to sit this one out. This 24 hour period has not been enough for me. So you guys go ahead and take the lead. And they and, do. And they go to Russia. And my head can. And I'm like, oh, they just want the office to themselves. <laughs> yeah. To snog because you think they already did. You think that yep. was the secret snog. Yep. Perhaps we'll find out in season two with any luck. It was that L in, in professional. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Or was it the F's? I can't. It was the S. <laughs> he was missing an S. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, yeah, so they go to to. Uh, to Russia and the next shot with them is actually in Russia in some sort of wait. car service and Carolyn's applying lipstick in the car. Wait, right? no, no, wait. We gotta go. We gotta talk about the most muted. Alright, this scene wasn't important but it was cute. <laughs> we gotta talk about Nico. Are we... No, oh, that's true. That's true. So uh, I guess he's wrapping up his intervention meeting where he pretends he's in a happy marriage when he thinks he knows everything about his wife whatever this thing is he looks like he is regressing so whatever this anonymous is he's uh, regressing he he's trying to get his edge back Some, something right there's, there's not like, much regressing happen when you're just smoking cigarettes he's like, That's um, like the re- rebellious thing to do but he i guess for him this is like his big it's like i'm so mad i'm gonna smoke a cigarette i mean it's obviously a a, a, not a normal thing but she's she right. fixates on the fact that are you smoking in but, here is it allowed and i feel like that's not that just goes to the stagnation and boringness of their relationship because they're so fucking square that she has to press the fact that he's smoking inside like it's a really serious sign of it's, something going yeah on. it's his cry for attention because the cigarette was relatively new so he waited till he knew she was coming to do it so it's his way of saying, "Oh, look at me! I can make a scene too, like you when you." Oh, you think leave she was? You think he knew she was coming to make a yes. scene? Yes, yes. <laughs> and so that's why he's like, "Yes, you know what? I am yeah. smoking." I feel but- like you're giving you're giving him more credit than I do. I just feel like he is the actual flat trope of you know a neglected wife it's just in male form because he's not a fully formed person you know I mean, he's we don't true. know what his interests are we don't know what his job is we don't care maybe you know written him this i think flat I, on I would purpose. like to think that phoebe wrote him this flat on purpose because it's the whole show is a juxtaposition <laughs> and just like an inverted reality of what you normally see on tv and so that's why everything he does and to me like he is that one-dimensional wife character that we constantly see who's just off on the side while the husband leaves the cool lives the cool life and she's like well, what about me back here with the kids don't you even care and that's nico's whole shit he's like yo like you know what the fuck i'm really concerned and she's like well obviously you need to calm down he's like well who's this This bitch on the fucking newspaper isn't this your friend isn't it's frank's fucking face yeah and he's she's like oh well yeah what's that at bill's funeral wasn't he the one giving the eulogy like what's (laughs) what's really good and eve is just like oh um well i mean that's not a lie and then nico continues with his rant that he probably rehearsed in the mirror um, with his cigarette. I, I do believe you're right about that. And he's basically like, yo, like, how many people got to die, bitch? How many people got to die? She's like, but, but we're so close. But he was rude first because she was like, well, how many people got to die? She's like, really? Really? Because I feel like that's rude. Bill died. Like, she didn't want Bill to die. Come right. on. Come on, Nico. And he was being a little hurtful. And he's like, well, bitch, I'm saying it's real life. Look, at, look, people are dying. People like, are fucking dying. I didn't want to wake up one day and find you on one of these newspapers. I feel like he was arranging chairs for a poker game because I know I said that. Or maybe it's bingo. I, I can't you know what I'm saying? He looks like he would play bingo. I don't fucking know. Poker might be too might be too cool for him. 
but he's shouting at Eve and then he's like, well, I don't want to shout. And then she's like, well, shout, do it, shout. And he's like, why? So you can feel better? And she was like, no, so you can feel better, bitch. And then he continues to shout, no, what would make me feel better is if you actually just came the fuck home and you stopped doing all this bullshit. If you were just at home and not like out chasing killers. Or I think he specifically says, if we didn't have a psychopath, psychopath, scary ladies breaking into our home for Din Din, maybe I would be a little less extra in this moment. I wonder how he figured that out. Because I'm sure she didn't say it. Well, yeah, I mean, that whole thing is interesting because we know she's keeping hella shit from Nico. And so I feel like, she was she said as much as she could because the people from MI6 came to her place probably to get the forensics that don't even matter oh, since yeah. they know she is at this point they know she's oh, Oksana yeah. and so she had to say something like yeah this this is the killer like that that was the killer <laughs> but she definitely she had she was scapegoated from talking about the gifts because she already kicked him out of the fucking room so he didn't see the gifts and he definitely doesn't know that she was wearing all of it because that would have further complicated the shit oh, yeah. if he had come home and she still had the dress on like she just never ended up in the tub and he was like, yo, what the, what did you, is when this, did, is this one of Bill's gifts from, <laughs> from the grave? Posthumous fucking dress. Uh, the fact that you are so nervous about Bill. He's still he's nervous dead. about Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's dead. Grow the fuck up, Nico. Yeah. So as he continues setting up his chairs angrily for BHA, which is Boring Husbands Anonymous. But then he starts to undermine the work that she does as a regular man would do. Like, I mean, I don't know what you think you're capable of. You, you're just Eve, you know, like. It's not like you can save the world or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, because he's not, I mean, he's, well, there is truth and lies yes. in there because he's like, you're wildin' and you are definitely kind of like getting off on this whole endeavor because he's like, oh, should I pull your cape up so you can, what do you say? Uh, what is the actual phrase? I feel like it's, um, Oh, do you want me to hold up your cape a little bit so you can go down on yourself a little bit more? That's what he says. Well, one of us has to get me off, Nico. Well, that's what I would as say. As an aside, <laughs> that is true. That is true. She's like, the only way I seem to be getting off these days, <laughs> hubby, is with my work. But that's another story. And that's when he's like, you know, you're not saving the world, honey bunch. Bad accent alert. Um, you're getting off at sniffing out a psycho and enter the domestic violence. Oh, yeah. From Eve, because she mm. punches him, slaps him. Punch slap. It was like a, a plap, a punch and a slap. And um, he's immediately shook. Like, oh, he's immediately yeah. like, oh, my God. Right. Like, I flipped I, a switch. And then she's like, hold up. Here's another push. Yep. One more push. And Into he's like, I'm still in shock. Do you not see the water? <laughs> my, that my eyes are watering. They're glassy right now. She's like, one more push into your little poker chairs. And she does, and he and she doesn't say anything. She's just sort of like, "Fuck you" with those pushes. And he's like, "He's like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, let's just. I'm gonna go. Like, if you this thing right here, this thing I'm seeing, this violence in you, I'm seeing, it's not good. You don't want to go there. Trust me. Trust me." And he walks out like he's got a point, but but uh, she doesn't move. She doesn't even budge. That (laughs) move. That to me was like one of those we're in it for the kids kind of things, and we need. But they don't got kids. They don't got no kids. He was acting like a plant. Like she's breaking out of whatever conditioning she would. I feel like there was programming with the way her life used to go. And she's not following that programming no more. So she doesn't need him. Well, I feel like, and he's not making the best like choices of words because he does have points. Like it's valid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he has points. But it's like, you're really excited about this bitch. I feel like you're doing things that are not normal. But at the same time, she does have an important job. And the larger picture is she is trying to save the world from some diabolical plan that the 12 has because that's the larger picture. But, you know, it just so happens that she gets this side 
you know, obsession slash addiction at the same time that she yeah. gets to like fight for justice. Although we both know that, I mean, certainly by the time we, we finish this episode and go into episode seven, she's not concerned about justice. Like yeah, she's no. just obsessed with Villanelle. Yes. I mean, that's that's honest. But Nico doesn't know that. Nico yes, just knows that she's undercover as MI6, so he needs to slow his roll, especially because Bill is still fresh. And we already know he had no chill after Bill died. And he was like, well, I still think you should quit this job. And he seems a bit of controlling in that in that respect, that he has to realize that he cannot control Eve. And that that's actually is what make, it's what making the rift even worse, is that he's trying to control her versus, you know, give good spouse advice and let her come to the decision to be like, hey, I'm worried. I'm concerned. But do you really feel like you have a handle on this? Because I feel like, you know, you don't or you're losing the handle. Like the grip is very, very loose, but he doesn't. He's just like hammer, hammer, hammer. This is what I think. I'm your husband. But then he acts like, like I said, the one dimensional wife bitch, because yeah. he's like, listen, forget about it. Like, let's just go <laughs> fucking get a curry. Let's just, you know, let's pretend like nothing's ever happened. Let's have some fucking tea. And she's like, I got to go to work. <laughs> yes. She said, I can't. I got to go to work. I got to work thing. I got work shit to do. And, and he's like, what work? And I love the way the show cuts yes, him off. It was the way a he hard did. cut hard all the way to Moscow. Hard so. cut to Moscow. <laughs> Which is why I like repressed it from my mind initially. Because it, like, okay, it was so embarrassing right. for him. It's like, that's so enough of this. That's enough. We don't need any more of these two talking. This yes. is a waste of We got like 30 minutes left. We, we got show to run. <laughs> and so, yes, that's when we get... Um, Eve and Carolyn in Zakal, where Carolyn, you know, she seems pretty excited to be in Russia and indicates that she has a history, mm. uh, some good times and maybe some bad times, but mostly good times and sexy times, uh, along with her spy times in Russia. And initially, Eve doesn't seem to pick up on the fact that she's like sprucing herself up mm-hmm. a heck of a lot, but she is. Yeah, she makes a coy line about uh, being able to pry uh, some intel out of her contact, her source, Vladimir, in a sort of a tit-for-tat kind of a transaction. And so Eve being less coy. She was remembering her booty call. (laughs) Well, she was remembering her booty call. I mean, also, I feel like Eve is such a goober that that's what happens to her, that Carolyn is very clearly like, oh, yeah, <laughs> sexy times in Moscow, and then Eve makes her a little joke, <laughs> tit for tat, <laughs> wink, wink, like, and remember Carolyn's when, like, what? <laughs> remember when you had me uh, speaking to the uh, Asian attache to try to get some information oh my out God. of him? You tried to have me do the same tit for tat that you're doing right now? Well, because she said, didn't Carolyn say the phrase like, oh, my bones come alive in Moscow? And I was like, bitch, <laughs> what that mean? That sounds like sex memories. That sounds like you had a sex shiver. I as mean, soon as you landed. Congratulations. I mean, I wish I could take a flight and <laughs> just, just get the shivers right. down to the bone as soon as you and, land. Whew, yeah. Oh, to be Carolyn. Mm. With your bones coming alive in Moscow. And so she puts on her little makeup and they talk about Nadia, I think, when they're back at the hotel. Or is it they're actually in the car when they talk about Nadia? I mean, uh, I think so. Yes. It and is. they just basically say that she was in for drugs or whatever and got mixed up into the wrong crowd. Oh, Nadia. So, mm-hmm. so, so not the partner for Villanelle who will live. Right. She was definitely too innocent and too green to ever make it out of, of one of these things alive. Uh, so dinner for two turns into dinner for three. Oh, yeah. They check into a little dingy hotel. Oh, yeah. Carol pref- Carolyn prefers those, she says. Eve thinks she looks great, but she's like, no, bitch. I know I just put on yeah, makeup, but I got to go change. I got to like, go change. Ugh. Well, she's going to be in rare form. She hasn't been able to do this in, what, 30 years? We mm-hmm. don't know how long it's been since they've seen each other. I know they have at least 40 to 50 years of history. But... Well, just, yeah, since since 
since the Cold War and before, it seems like. Right. So they were like teen agents, I guess, going at it like rabbits. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad either. And so while Carolyn goes up to change, Eve puts in a little desperate phone call to Nico. Who doesn't answer? Yeah, he gets a, <laughs> she gets Nico's voicemail. Hi, um, and she doesn't leave a message. Leave oh, you message. said he had a millennial voicemail. You said yeah, he was like, and then uh, be sure to send me a text after the voice message because I never remember to check the. That's voice me messages. exactly. I got right. like twenty voicemails right now. Yep. I um, mean, and they like trans, they like turn to text so I could read them, and I still yeah. don't have to listen to them. But but sometimes I don't <laughs> even do that. <laughs> it's like, bad. Uh, it's it wasn't bad. important enough. I'm sorry. It's real bad. And so after that little whack-ass phone call to her man, who's like, I don't have the time. I'm hurt right now. I'm with Dom, and we're discussing things. She, We see them in the hotel lobby, and they're having drinks. And Carolyn is introducing Eve to some Russian drink that she refers to as vicious. Hmm. Uh, Constantine says that later, so it makes me wonder if they coined that phrase together or uh-huh. about viciousness. I like to, I want to think, it looked like a white Russian to me. I mean, I'm guessing I could have been projecting because I like white Russians, but it looked like a milky liquor. It did look milky. Right? It looked milky. And so white Russians are my preferred beverage uh, for the winter months. And I don't. it's usually cold in Russia, so why not? I hope yeah. that's what they were drinking. And Eva's like, give me 10, bitch. I could take 10 of these. <laughs> I could really take it to the head right now. And, of course, Carolyn's like, oh relationship problems i thought i i thought we <laughs> i thought we had a discussion about how to deal with this shit. exactly what did she say she's basically like um look people like us probably just aren't meant to have functional healthy happy relationships because there are some of us who just know there's shit we got to do because it needs to be done and you know not everyone does it because it's hard but we do you know and just, hey, take note and heart and you're saving the world. And it's like, Carolyn, maybe you could take heart in the fact that you're saving the world. But right now, Eve has to take heart <laughs> in what's happening in her loins and has nothing to do with saving the world. Nothing right now. at all. Zero. That's why she, that's probably why she has the guilt. Because if she if her marriage were going down authentically because she was just like, oh, I'm taking so many trips. I'm taking so many trips. I got a spy over here, a spy over there. And it's regular spy dangerous. But mm, there's other things happening. In your relationship, mm-hmm. Eve, that is triggering your husband. Oh, because yes. just his choice of words, getting off, like he has, like there has to be. I mean, especially because of how dry their sex life is. But the moments that she's come alive, where he's like, "Oh, you're glowing." I think in past he, episodes, like it's been the case. I think he wanted to say, "I saw the clothes, Eve." <laughs> <laughs> what was that stain on that dress, Eve? They were brand new. Why were there stains on the dress? You were hiding it in that one drawer. <laughs> I found it. I was looking for Tylenol, but instead I found your vibrator and your wares. How dare you? <laughs> I thought it wasn't medically possible for you to <laughs> orgasm. Wait, wait, no. Please don't let that be the case. Is that the case? Honey, you told me it wasn't possible for you. Because that is possible, unfortunately, for some folks out there yeah. that you can't climax. But she's like, I thought it was genetic or like physical but it turns out it was just you i just needed a feminine touch i'm I'm so sorry as an aside i saw earlier on facebook one of my friends had posted some like screenshot of like a person asking a sex question that became a meme and the question was entitled why did my girlfriend masturbate after we have sex (laughs) oh um i can tell you why and there was just a lot of comments going why 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 ask why gee i wonder Hmm. I can tell you why. I mean, there's <laughs> probably a really specific reason why. But the nice reason would be 
everyone enjoys sex in different ways and you should have a open and honest conversation with your partner so that you know what to expect and what they would like that is the nice way of saying yes it. it is i mean but also victory laps are a thing <laughs> right we're not see we're not even saying that there was no lap we're saying that maybe she needed an extra lap but more than likely if this was a hetero pairing, I hate yeah, to say it. Yeah, she probably never got to the finish line. Statistically, they're the most likely, or least likely, excuse me, to actually reach fruition as it goes. And so, I mean, you know, not every car can make it to the end of the Indy 500. Some go like 30 laps and then just, I mean, you, know, you can't have it all, right. Terrence. You yeah. can't have it all. You can't just like be the majority and have it all. I feel like that's the way it goes. Right. So I guess you, know? you got to pick and choose. Yeah. Mm, Hope for the best. Get a great vibrator and tell your man not to take it personally because that was that's that's the punchline he took it personally he was like is my is it because my dick is too small no it's just it's just <laughs> there's no queer flavor in your sexual <laughs> escapades but you know there's one no day you'll you know not be so toxic and just you know maybe know. if he's lucky more than likely not oh, remember sorry. that one video we watched some months ago and it was like all those dudes confessing like someone was asking like oh do you know if you're if you're a girl reached climax she get off when you did last time you had sex and like nine out of ten dudes were like no no i don't know no no should i know i don't care no oh, what i think god. maybe and so yeah oh my god it's a it's a it's a rough landscape out there for some bitches i just mm, i i feel for you all and send you my sympathies my thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts right and that, prayers. that's what you get because <laughs> couldn't be me so, oh my goodness Mm-mm. So, yes, uh, they're having a little drank drinks and then they're joined by Vladimir, Vladimir first. And OK, first of all, Carolyn is over here acting like a fucking a, a schoolgirl, a child. Yes, yes. She is way too flirty and giggly and just, oh, my God, Vlad. She she got that good good from Vlad. I think that's what she's trying to say because of how bashful and ridiculous she got. He introduces himself to Eve. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, so basically I'm here, but I'm just letting you know that I'm going to bring another dude. I'm going to bring an agent dude up in here just like to keep it official, official, because who knows what's going on. And Carolyn's like, okay, well, and he's like, but you, you, you know, this guy, you you probably know this guy. And who, who walks in? Who should walk into the room? Constantine. I was hoping that like Eve would have smelt the villanelle on him and be like, <laughs> "Oh no, what's that?" I don't set? like him. What's, that <laughs> what's going on? Why is he here? If only he's he's just all he did was caress her cheek. They never hug. That would be the one opportunity to get a villanelle scent. Yeah, like what do you what what cologne Which as is a that? Side note, right? I like, know that that was revealed um, in one of the articles for the production that that Jodie Comer wore a specific scent that would just be like for Sandra O oh to smell within proximity because she felt like, you know, you could smell her coming. And I was like, that's, there's a lot of, that's cute. That's I like cute. that. And there's a lot there. Uh, but also I agree. I agree. And so I think that had he actually had real affections with Villanelle, that would have been something she clocked right like away. Something like, I don't know. She's way too obsessed. Not to. But like the coat. If he always, he's wearing it all the time. So there's no way. But that, do they hug? They never embrace. I mean, I they guess never not. Embrace. So, you know, remember how close I need her. And she probably doesn't have a gaudy scent either. That's probably the thing is that it's subtle that you have to be close enough to actually smell it. So she's like, you're about to die and you can smell me coming (laughs) just two seconds before you die. That's it. That's the only warning you get. I need you to start marking your territory villain out because that would have been that would have been a great scene. It really would have. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh, do you, do, 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 you that, do you is that Roxana? Was she was she here? Is that, is that sent Villanelle just all over Russia? What the, what is 
Am I hallucinating? <laughs> I feel like I'm smelling something. Mm. And so, I mean, what I initially enjoy out of what happens with Eve and Constantine is that regardless of him wearing Villanelle's scent or not, she can't stand that motherfucker. Yep. From yep. the jump, Absolute from Jump no. Street, from Jump Street, she's like, no, I don't like you. Your laugh, everything about you is fucking fake. I just, I, I want to do a special shout out of thanks to Eve for that extraordinary face that she made the entire dinner. And yes. Carolyn was being so bashful between her two uh, old school bays that she apparently didn't give a damn about what Eve's face was doing because uh, she definitely was looking like me at concerts before I know like an hour later I'm going to have to drop kick a dude for being too handsy at the concert. Yeah. Like you can just yeah. sense the negativity mm-hmm. that awaits you and the violence you'll have to do. And so, yeah, that happens. And they're telling the little jokes because I think after that we cut, like we cut to maybe what seems like it's maybe an hour or something. Right. And I'm sure it's corny jokes. Eve is over What does he say? Where does that place they go? The frogs go? And she's like, a pond, bitch? A pond, (laughs) motherfucker? Is that what you mean? Is that what you mean? This joke is whack. Right. Uh, (laughs) The joke was funnier in your language. Uh, She's like, no languages. (laughs) Funny in any languages. And it just sort of seems like it seems so like performative just everybody at the table and i guess that's because they're all old school spies they're just all full of shit because just carolyn abruptly is like and here we go this is what we have like enough with the with the little laughy talks but we know about this girl nadia do y'all know we're talking about and they're like who nadia who she's like that's crazy because look we have this picture of this woman (laughs) as you pointed out was villanelle's landlord yes who was supposed to be helping an agent of ours who was on the tickety take with Russian intelligence get out of the UK into Russia. Y'all know about that stuff? Mm-hmm. And they're like, crickets, crickets, crickets. She's <laughs> like, well, interesting. Um, just want to let you know that we might be on the same side for once because we're trying to find this phantom organization. And you see Constantine's eyebrows like, oh, what? <laughs> and then uh, Vladimir was like, yeah, we were hoping to get some information from the contact, but, you know, we never got to see him in time he died. She's like, oh, well, funny that, you know, he kind of he talked to us. our possession. He was in our contact. Isn't that great? So, you know, he let us know of quite a few things. So, I mean, uh, here's where we can help you. I mean, we can... We could talk about it. We we could talk about it and you can get us access to Nadia, you know? And they're like, fuck that shit. I don't know if we're going to get you access to Nadia. They leave in a huff, a bit of a huff, even though they know they're going to help them get access to Nadia. And that's just because, as Carolyn says later, they're mad that they don't know as much as we do. And it's like, well, Carolyn, I feel like everyone has little pieces of the pie, but not every. Maybe. Who has the most pieces? Constantine. Constantine, Constantine. has the most pieces. He has the most pieces them. because he's 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 a fucking snitch on everybody. Yes, I think Carolyn's number two because Carolyn's their letters going two. back and forth. I'm pretty sure Constantine's been dropping little bits of intel here and there. And later, like we said, when they end up talking to Nadia, and you know she kind of shuts down when Constantine comes in, mm. and she doesn't clock it the way right. anyone else would to be like, "That's weird." And I feel like this again is just Eve being stuck in a spy movie. Where <laughs> the goal was to get these uh, information until on the twelve, but she's over here like, yeah, but she's in with another uh, killer, younger girl. Uh, exactly, broke into my house. Right, she's like, she's like, can we circle back to Aksana though? I hear you guys talking about the twelve and this Russian sleeper agent, but let's just circle the fuck back to Nadia and Aksana because I need, I need to. And she says like, I need to find out about Aksana. I need to talk to her. I need to do it. And you see Constantine looking at her like, bitch. I- I'm starting to understand a little bit what has been going on between you and my my charge. And, of course, they don't give her what she wants because, well, 
that's what they're good at. Yeah, and at the end of dinner, when they're back in the hotel, he was like, um, so are they friends? Do they know each other? She's like, no, they're not friends. <laughs> no, which is interesting, because that must mean at some point they were maybe enemies. Right, which right? is why when she said, um, I think we're finally on the same side for once, it was Yeah, that it was like back. all of them to to when they definitely were not on the same so side. So Killing Eve, we're missing something. This is, is this a, is this a, uh, is this a, like a, a rebirth of something that already existed that I should have been watching starring Carolyn and her like escapades. No, definitely not. Unfortunately, I mean, it, it would have been, it great. should exist. It, it should exist. Right. There could be a prequel that just like goes back to the seventies. I like to watch the seventies in general disco and just like, what, what were these bitches up to? Um, also I feel like, Constantine looked jealous, not just angry, but like jealous when Eve was talking about like so passionately about needing to speak to Oksana. And he was just kind of looking at her like, what the fuck? I mean, it's not like she gave a description. She didn't say anything about gentle features or cat like. No, but remember she was like, I know Oksana. I know her. We've had dinner together. And he's like, you had dinner. You had dinner. This bitch told me she left Germany. I can't believe this shit. Because, yes, she was lying to you, Constantine. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a lot of lying going on, Constantine. I guess a whole not, lot of lying, not a whole lot of truth in I guess you're happening. not the only one. And I feel like that probably hits his ego, too, because he probably thought for sure, like most dudes, let's be perfectly honest, that he had a complete picture of what the fuck was happening with Villanelle. Mm. And that even if he was suspecting things, like he did suspect things with her and Nadia, but he's like, I don't even need you to tell me what to do with Nadia because I already know because that's my job. But yeah. with this whole Eve situation, literally everything out of her mouth, and Eve is way too eager to just divulge all of her pieces of information anyways. But everything she says, he's like, what? What? <laughs> what? Revelation? She bought you clothes? You had dinner? Like, what do you mean she's obsessed with you? And he's like flashing back to fucking Villanelle like, I don't even think about her. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Wearing Eve's scarf. Right. So he was all the way wrong, completely wrong, entirely. And so, oh, yeah, and that's when he leaves and he's like, oh, these drinks are vicious after he's like kind of rude to Eve. And I'm like, hmm. So this is definitely a callback to like the old days yeah, with you guys and these memories. And I don't know, maybe that makes you all compromised because none of you can act objectively. I think every single one of them is on the take. And what well, we will get more on that in season two, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I don't want Carolyn to be on the take, but I guess that would also make her more interesting in a certain kind of way. Well, yeah. In terms of just the strings, the strings that are being pulled. So the credit that she gets for saving the world, maybe one or two of those times it involved her giving, giving. up something else. Who knows? Oh, true, true, true. That is also Like, very I'll give possible. you my cut if you don't press the self-destruct button. And it's like, oh, mm. Well, since you put it that way, you know, I guess. Uh, but Eve does tell Carolyn before they go off to bed that she's like, oh, by the way, I didn't like that motherfucker. And she's like, oh, Vlad. She's like, no, 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 Vlad. I don't give a fuck about Vlad. Constantine. Right. I don't like him. I don't trust him. And Carolyn kind of writes it off like, oh, you know, every, we're all slippery. All of us spies, <laughs> you know, just spies out here being spies. And she's no. like, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's him. Right. It's him entirely. Like, stop covering for him. Some, something's up. I know something's She's up. She's like, Carolyn, I've not hopped on that dick, and I won't be. So right. we are not going to be on the same page oh, about ever. Constantine ever. Oof. Just, that's that's the way that it is. <laughs> and she did ask her if Vlad and Kay were, yeah, we mentioned that, if they were they old friends. She's like, oh, not, not generally. And so then we're back in jail. Oh, yes. Uh, Villanelle's trying to see the doctor. You're like, could I see the doctor? And everyone's ignoring her. She keeps trying to get in there, but they're like, girl, get out of here. She's flirting with all the guards uh -huh. in customary um, Villanelle fashion. That's actually 
uh, how she spots Nadia the first time is that she was making a pass at the guard, talking about what she could do with a carrot. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, would you even be? Would you be Villanelle? But okay, right? Like, oh, what you, what you what crazy things do you do with a carrot? Ugh. I'm curious. I'm sad to say I would like to see that edgy fan fiction if anyone wants to write it and just like give me and my imagination a clue about what Villanelle is doing with that carrot um, with her friends. The guard was like, can you peel a potato? She said, yes. yes she of said, course. Well, then you can scrub floors. <laughs> you can scrub, goal. bitch. You can get on your knees. She's like, that's because you like the view, motherfucker. She's like, oh, I, I'm going to have to slap <laughs> I'm you. I'm going to have to beat you again. I'm getting choked up now. Ugh. So you, then we saw a shot. It was, she was on the floor in the drain with some sort of stick. Well, actually, that's a... Uh, it's right before she passes or after she passes Eve. Remember, because the girl, like, she makes that comment about, oh, you like the view? And then she puts her in that, that fucking, um, the, the, like, a baton choke, hold. Yeah. And that's at the same time that Carolyn and Eve are arriving to the jail. And so they're going to the courtyard, but they don't recognize. And neither yeah. does uh, Constantine, because yeah, no, he's no there, too. Seen, right. No one sees her because she's bent over. And it's just like, it's a cool moment. Right. Where oh. no, neither party knows just how <laughs> close they are to being discovered. And the fact is that they have their eyes looking for Nadia. I wish they knew that Oksana was there. I wish they there. knew Oksana was there. Which you kind of wish they'd have thought, you know, that many steps ahead of the 12 is this big, this much influence that if they want to get someone in there to kill Nadia, they would that right. day. Uh, but yeah, they don't think of it. And, you know, I, I don't blame Eve because she's so holistically obsessed with her one just aim that she she doesn't have space. Yeah, it's for brand anything new. that's not to do directly with Philanel. Yeah. She has no post-its. I don't see her like it. <laughs> no, none of it. Yeah. So they go into the little waiting room or interrogation jail room, visiting room thing to question Nadia and wait for her to come in. And Constantine's like, uh, it works better when it's the, just the women. He out here gaslighting so, them right. since he came back later. He goes into, the, I guess, the fake double-sided glass, whatever. Excuse Nadia me. limps in because, you know, she got ran over. She looks like she ever ran Oh, over. man, she really do. <laughs> and then when we hear, like, about her background, I just feel sorry for Nadia because yeah. she's, like, she's, like, she's one of those precious flower child criminals that just don't got no edge for real, for real. Yeah. And that's probably why she's still, because, okay, look at the fact that two years after the fact, three years, I guess, total, Villanelle is on her own. She's got a home, her own crib. And she didn't have to work with anybody if she wasn't acting up, if she wasn't being her extra self. Right. And we go to Nadia and Nadia, Nadia has dude who refers to her as pumpkin. That definitely indicates her lack of skill. Yeah. And we saw it again when she was trying to shoot Frank and Villanelle was pissed off and was like, you're shooting everything but the stuff you should be <laughs> shooting. No wonder you're this bad because the man that's teaching you is also a shitty assassin. Yeah. Which twelve? Can we get like an audit of like your employees because uh, that was there's the a sliding loudest, scale of right, talent. The loudest, failing his job. That was the most obnoxious thing. They so destroyed a vehicle. Uh, they, they uh, everything about that job was terrible. It, it barely didn't get done. The fact that she got caught in the safe house right. silently, and even the guard was maimed. That was more of Villanelle working by herself. That right. wasn't her exactly. with her team. That wasn't her with her team. Team is bad. And obviously they know this because they tried to force it on her and then immediately it was like, well, forget it. That didn't, that, that plan didn't work out. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we don't we... want to keep losing operatives like this, that right. we are like putting money into these assets. So, and so, yeah, they question, they question. Yeah, uh, Carolyn's like, mm, do you prefer English? And she's like, mm, I can understand. She's like, good. Well, we don't have time to waste. We are looking for information on the 12 and she's like i don't trust you it's like good we don't trust that you bitch we don't trust you either <laughs> so how about you give us a little something something and if it verifies we can maybe we, we get can, out of here yeah we can have you uh transfer back to england if you prefer 
And while she's mulling it over, maybe debating, giving up the little intel she does have on the 12, here comes Eve in her loins saying, talk to me about Oksana. Yeah, she's pondering. <laughs> she's like, well, the 12, you know, and I, I met that one guy that one time. And Eve, tell me about Oksana. Uh, she's like, like I need I, to know. I know that you guys have history together. You were you were here at the same time before. And then she's like, mm, it was supposed to be me. I was supposed to be the one that got taken away. Because um, she said Carolyn was wasting her time. Mm. All those questions, Carolyn. <laughs> she's like, you are wasting my time. You're right. We only have so much time. And let's get to the good shit. Oksana. And then uh, she's like, oh, well, Eve, if, if you really want to know about uh, Oksana, all you have to do is ask about. And here comes a constant oh, barging right, in. Because she, she's like, that's where she, uh, she indicates that, you know, she was supposed to go. Go where? We don't know. She doesn't specify. But that a dude came and she was supposed to check out that dude to make sure the dude was safe but she ended up going with him they're like with whom with whom did she go with and she's like well i'm about to tell you and here comes constantine and he's throwing like, open the door he said the sound doesn't work in the room light ass bitch so i'm just gonna sit here and stare menacingly at the person you're interrogating so this is where i think that carolyn and eve have a split of information like that's not to say that carolyn is necessary on the take but we know from a future episode that carolyn does rendezvous with villanelle in a moment for whatever reason what words are shared we have no fucking clue mm. about what happens there and so i feel like Carolyn is too smart, too shrewd, too good of a spy who has saved the world several times, as Elena notes, to not see the obvious change in demeanor that happens with Nadia and to not be like, well, it's just because he's a dude. Yeah, I when I saw that scene, I immediately thought of like the Gail King interview with the girls that were staying with R. Kelly, where they said R. Kelly did not leave the room. Oh, my gosh. Then, I didn't watch that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't it watch like it you if you're not trying energy. to get triggered. But they're definitely doing. No, I we're in love and everything is happy and we're fine and we choose to be here. And it's like, hello. When they're you're screaming captor, for help silently. Right. right yeah. With their eyes. But, you know, no one's looking because they don't know how to see for things like that. Exactly. Like, uh, annoying. Wow. So that's so I'm I'm trying to hold out hope that I'm not going to suggest that Carolyn is a fool because I don't believe she is. So I believe her lack of reaction is calculated. Either she's aware of something or she's aware of different degrees of Constantine because, again, she must. She must. How does she end up seeing Villanelle? How does she know that bitch in jail? Right. How does she? What other cameras is she sourcing? What other like just clues or spies or moles is going on I mean, that she knew that she could get to Villanelle? Agents are everywhere. If they have guards that could lead... Uh, Oksana into the prison then that we got means- guards that could lead her to talk to to to, to Carolyn but yep. at the same time how could that happen without Vlad right and or Constantine knowing because of right. the tabs are keeping on on Villanelle so right. it's weird it's fucking weird it's fucking weird hopefully we will get that addressed and solved in season two and so yeah Constantine comes in and she's like oh shit um this is weird let me shift tactics so actually if you want to know about Oksana you need to find this bitch and they're like what bitch and of course, Constantine's like, you can tell them the name of that one. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Anna Osvenkova or something oh, whatever. similar. I can't think of the name, but yeah, that's who you need to go and see. Should they go see them? You're going to learn a whole lot about V if you uh, go see Anna. So all that is going on. And so uh, we have uh, uh, Oksana or Villanelle. She's with her new friend. And uh, there are de- de-clogging? Um, uh, this, look. This, this disgusting drain of whatever. I'm hoping it's just really just hair, but it's definitely more than hair. And, uh, and she's um, like, she asks her for her friend, like what she's in for. And she's like, uh, she says something like I'm spontaneously violent. She said, 
you're going to be my new friend. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And they staged this little uh, attack when she sees uh, well, Nadia she... getting escorted out of the interrogation room. I mean, we can't even call it staged because it's just Villanelle being an asshole yeah. to this girl who has issues with sudden and uncontrollable violence. And she tells her what her fanny stinks or whatever. Like yeah. starts, <laughs> starts off the shit. <laughs> and she's like, hey, bitch, I don't stank. And they have a little fight fight. And, you know, there's a, some blood places. And she's like, I need to see the doctor. And it's like, okay, fine. You, you can finally see the stupid doctor. <laughs> She's been trying since she got in to see the doctor. I mean, really, really trying. And so she finally gets there. And the doctor is creepy as hell. That blonde dude is super creepy. Like, mm, Constantine tells me that you prefer English these days. Uh, he, I guess, definitely remembers her from our old ways. And he's like, okay, uh, two days after the job is done, you need to get yourself into the hole. And then that's where oh, you'll be Oh, but you know what happens before extracted. then? There's that scene in the in the car where um, with Constantine and Vlad after they leave the jail and they've gotten that information from Nadia where they're like, oh, her, der, der, this, whatever. Nothing's going further. And they're like, well, we got information. And Eva's like, the 12! We know it's the 12! Yeah, because like, she can't fucking stop right, with like, like just, just, just showing her whole hand. Sure. And that then we go back to the jail because they we do see the guys being like, oh, you you know stuff. Because Constantine in his own corner is like, oh my gosh. Because yep. I don't think Vlad knows about the 12, but Constantine definitely, definitely does. And yeah, she's at the doctor. And what does he say? He's like, um, kill this bitch and then right. go to the hole. Yeah, go to the hole and you'll be extracted from there. But he's yeah. weird because he's like, I know you won't have a hard time last time you were here. And I don't like the way he lets her know he remembers her. It makes me feel like really creepy things. Because she definitely did not want to be remembered because that was part of her. That was part of the thing. She doesn't want anyone to recognize her, right? Yeah. And yeah. So I'm partly thinking that the doctor used to maybe do some unfair flattering things to some of the younger female prisoners. Oh, like regular Joe? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering, why is he there anyway? It's a woman's jail. But it's Russia, so yeah. maybe. Different rules in Russia. But, because I'm just like, shouldn't it be like a woman doctor? I just, I just feel like if a bitch needs an exam in her nethers in jail, the least likely person she wants in those nethers is a blonde, creepy dude who's like, <laughs> Right. And then, you know, of course, he gives her a little knife to be like, well, um, you're going to hide this somewhere. It wasn't even person. that little. And it looked rusty. It and I'm like, she got to stick rusty. that up her bum bum. That's, That's like, not right. That is a, you gonna a give her quick like, way to UTI. I don't what's know. that shit they give you a shot for? Tetanus. Yeah. She's going to need a tetanus shot after she Ugh. removes that shake and he was like she was like you gonna help me do this and he was like that's not in my job description right yeah no. to help you get that shank up there mm. bad <sighs> visual bad visual yeah that was that was and bad. so but yeah he's basically like yeah do the do the stuff with the shank and then get yourself sent to the hole and then constantine will be right there to get you right there to get you which we already know he's gaslighting her too and so from there is this the bar? Is this another? I think bar we go scene? back to the bar. I think we go back to the bar. So it's uh, Carolyn and Eve, and I'm guessing Eve's trying to say hello. Um, <laughs> Constantine is not. This is not okay. Uh, things are definitely going on, and um, uh, even oh wait, is this? When oh, this is where this for... is like I think when Carolyn starts to dish on her history with Vlad, yeah, and then eventually gets to that part about. Oh, we know we had this. We both were thought we each other was in a honey trap, but we were just like having a lot of fun, more fun probably than normal because we both thought it was honey traps and fa la la. It was great, but then you know, so the secret about plutonium or whatever got out, and he, you know, all his people thought it was him that leaked it, and because of our closeness, I never told him who it was, but it was actually Constantine. Um, 
And it's like, wow, that's messy. And Eve is like, that's messy. (laughs) Also, I don't like any of your exes. And Carolyn's like, slow your roll, bitch, because you don't even like your own husband. Why don't you stop that? (laughs) I was on the floor. Oh, my gosh. And Eve was just like, oh. um, But this is the raw. (laughs) I don't don't like to be be called out like in public, please. Like, oh, killing me softly. I can't take this. And she's like, well, listen, it, this is what happens when you live a spy life. It's okay. Because because she's like, you know what? I'm bordering on profound, so I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm about to go get my sex on. And she leaves Eve there to mope, I guess. Yeah. Which she doesn't. She just fucking calls Kenny immediately. And she's like, Kenny, I need to know about this Anna bitch. I need to know where she is, how to find her. Also, your mom. And Constantine. Right. Any, Any anything on them. Anything, anything on them. A letter, email, snail mail. Which we got to respect Eve's gully because this is on some next level. Like, how do you got a whole ass boss who just brought you in here, expensed your trip to Russia, you know, and you're here? Like, she just told you potentially something that could be establishing itself as like a trust for a relationship. Like, I'm trusting you by telling you this information. And Eve's like, that's cool. I'm telling this to someone else. Immediately, immediately immediately to get something that I want because fuck your trust, Carolyn. I need to find villain out. And so she has to uh, know that she's acting irrationally at this point because everything she's doing is literally the opposite yeah. of a logical, irrational action when it comes to chasing villain out. And so what do we, we do? We go back to jail after that. I think uh, we go back to jail see, after that. Uh, mm, um, yes. Um, we go to jail. I think they're in line waiting for the food or something. Right. And she and drops her shame. She unclenches. I don't she know uncl- where it was. <laughs> First of all, look, man. Wow. Uh, wow. I wow. mean, wherever it was. I mean. Things that make you go. Hmm. Right. So I guess. You can only clench for so long for you have a muscle spasm, I right. suppose. And then you know? So it's, something gives. And so something <laughs> slips. It, it made me think of like when Eve was sitting at the dinner table and was like, uh, you Maybe I can't hold this here, so let me just let me take it out. Let me just, just take it, <laughs> put it over here. Put it over here. So and yeah. uh, her BFF season is like, girl, what you doing with this shank? My right. shank. She's like, no, no, no. My no. shank. You're not gonna do any violence right now. If anyone's gonna do <sighs> the violence, it's gonna be me. And Nadia, she sees Nadia, and Nadia's like, oh shit, bitch. And she's like, bitch, give me the shank. And the girl's like, I'm not giving you the shank. And then a little bit of hilarity ensues in the jail. Yes. Uh, the guard's trying to get it ready to calm down. Nadia's limping away because she has only one good foot saying, Oh, she's so trying to slow kill and me. so sad. Just trying to tell anybody. You know, the jailmates <laughs> don't give a goddamn about Nadia. Villanelle picks up a whole head of they really cabbage don't. and throws it at Nadia. No, at the uh, BFF because she has the knife. And, oh, my uh, God. She triggers her with the violence mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. goes to try to stab at uh, a, Villanelle, a Villanelle for she, being a jerk. She, she stabs guides the guard. it to the guard and she's like, Oh, look what you've done. By this time, the second guard is coming. And she's like she stabbed her be careful she has a knife yeah. but i guess this guard has history with the inmate yeah she's like, i think everyone kind of knows who she is because she seems like she authentically needs guidance that potentially there's a chromosomal imbalance or maybe she had a head, in, head injury or something and she just can't so control her the impulses. entire nation of the russia whole... <laughs> there is no facility that could properly house this person so you threw her in here with the hardened criminals i think this is just another statement on how the the world at large regards mental health which is like we don't give a shit or it's a crime we're gonna put you in with the actual criminals because we don't know what to do with you because you're right a person like her does not deserve to be in jail where she will definitely be triggered by people a lot yeah and look what happened she ends up completely fucked up 
Over so it. The guard is telling her to do her count. So, like, you know. She's like, do your breathing exercise breathing, count. Yeah. Like, picture bunnies. What do we got to do? And then calm we down. see that Villanelle's creeping up on the guard. And it looks like it would have been a prime place to do, like, a throat A throat slitting. slash, yeah. But, you know, BBC, BBC censors, censors BBC will censors. not let us be great. But, uh, I mean, we get some stabs. But no blood. But stabs. We get stabs. And she goes down. Yes. Um, oh, and then actually we come back to Eve after that, before we finish the scene, because Eve goes to meet up with Vlad mm, somewhere in the yes. cut in Russia, little secret meetings. And that's where she's going. She goes to snitch on Carolyn. Like she just got the information <laughs> like four or five hours ago, late evening. And she's like, here I am, Vlad. I need to get to this jail. I need to do this. I don't think you understand the need that I have to get Villanelle. So here's what I'm willing to do. I know. Well, first she tries like a decent way. Hey, why don't you do this? Why don't we work together? Let's just do this. He's like, bitch, I don't know. I don't got to work with you. She's like, okay. I know <laughs> who snitched about the plutonium. I have to give it to Vlad and uh, Carolyn because they were basically on some I mean, you don't really want to see me flex, do yeah. you? <laughs> like, no, no, no. I know that you can flex. I know you can flex, but, but, but you so also can I. Know, right. You also know that I can flex. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be like this. Exactly. We don't have to get the whole world involved. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to, have to start a whole world conflict. We can simmer down. Mm. So, I, we don't know how that ends, but Eve gets something out of it. I mean, yeah, she, she gets his ear. And I mean, that's something that happened before she was born. So the <laughs> fact that she has that intel is saying, hey, it's saying something. Carolyn has you on for a reason. You, I mean, you're the rogue agent, apparently. because And you're, you're roguing right now right, with me, right, with your snitching. Yeah. Right. Like you're even going rogue against Carolyn. So, yeah. I mean, you may be the one to a look out for. A little bit much, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course, he dishes to his friend Carolyn. He's like, hey, yo. Carolyn, what up, Naman? So your girl Eve was just, uh, she was just here. You know what she told me? She told me that you and Vlad, or not Vlad, excuse me, Constantine are the reason. Do we think there's a riff there? I mean, they don't actually, they don't, they don't let us know if anything happens. They just sort of have Carolyn say in the final episode, like, oh, that was a good move, by the way, what you did. That was, that was clever. That was clever. But here's your ticket back to, to London. Right. That was that was really good. But, but also, you're, right. you're gone. Also, you're done. You are done. You don't get to ask me about Villanelle. You don't get to ask me where I've been. You don't get to ask shit, girl. Nothing. But you get to sit and think about how you were able to. Think about to, what you did. Right. You, you got the one up on me that one time. How life could have gone better for you, yep. but it didn't because you did not follow the rules. Mm. Yeah. There would have been other villanelles, you dumb twat. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's, you have no idea how many right. gorgeous assassins it, out there. She's like, a- there's only one villanelle, Carolyn. <laughs> there's only one villanelle, and you know it. Because if there was more than one, there wouldn't be the special task force. That I is mean, super secret to find her. Right. Uh, Which is true. That is valid. That is valid. And so... I think after that we go back to Villanelle on the prowl, trying to yeah. trying to weed out Nadia. She's trying to figure out where she went because she definitely ducked ahead. She while ran that off, last which was smart. Died. Extend your life, Nadia. And then uh, so everybody's doing a random search. Everybody's go back to their cells. Nadia ends up in her cell. She's like, "No, I need book, piece of paper, anything. I'll tell you everything." And it's like, "Oh." So you're just gonna snitch now? I mean, she gets a book. I don't know where the book came from. She had a piece of paper. She, she, she got a little, little pen, note. little crayon. But then the camera pans. Yeah, to we the don't bed. see what she says. We don't see what she says. <laughs> but she finishes at least. She she writes whatever. Right. She finishes it. She throws it under the door just as Villanelle's like peekaboo. I see you. Time to die. Yeah. Nadia's like no. 
is it really time to die? She's like, for real, for real. But before it is, they're like, let's have a little conversation because Nadia tries to save herself as any mm-hmm. good per- as any person who wants to live would. And they're like, hey, like, um, I can get us out of here. I have people who are interested in helping me, like the British and shit. I, I'm going to give them everything. She's like, mm, but I don't need help getting out of here. I'm only in here to kill you. And then I'm free again. She's like, no, but the, the girl who was asking about you. you know? Well, that's before she, she also mentions Constantine because she's like, oh, yeah. I have stuff to give them. And she's like, stuff to give Constantine. And she's like, Constantine's working with the British, which to yeah. me is huge. It's huge yeah. that she says that shit to Villanelle because Villanelle's, she's in the gray. All she knows is that little conversation she had with Eve where Eve was like, Oksana. And again, Eve, keep some cards to your vest, bitch. Things might have gone better for you had you just held on to some stuff. But it's your crush. We know you can't control yourself. Yeah. And so Villanelle's like, oh, word? Constantine's working with the British? So even if she thinks Constantine's not portraying her, she knows that Constantine is more involved potentially yeah. with this with this investigation than he's let her believe. Or, oh, I just need you to watch from a distance. And that's, they don't want you to do it. I want you to do it. So I feel like this colors some of the situation because he said to her, like, this is for me, not for the 12. Right. But now you're also affiliated with the Russian government and British intelligence. So mm. it's a little less likely that you're not at least one of the numbers of the 12. Exactly. Now. So now, you, now you're a player. It, it, was it feels different. like he's a number of the 12 because he yeah. knows way too much shit. Yeah. And, he, it, and it's great to play the pawn, right? Like do like the kind of um, horrible reference because of this dude. But it's the first thing that came to mind. Usual suspect. Kaiser Sose. Where you, right. Yeah. You, Kaiser Sose. You just go around and you're like, ah, the least likely suspect is actually the suspect. The original. Mm. And so I would agree with that. And then, of course, she asks about Eve. Well, indirectly, because yeah. Nadia's like, yo, people looking, people got information. Like, they want to help. And she's like, some of, one of these humans you're talking about, this agent, like, is she, does she happen to be an Asian woman with gorgeous what? hair? <laughs> oh. Also, that look on her face mm-hmm. when she's asking, like, also looking like a schoolgirl. Yeah. Like Carolyn was a couple minutes before. And she's like, what did she say? She's like, mm, so what, what did you give them? And then uh, she's like, I, I told them about a... Uh, I guess the other lady, what was it, the, the, the instructor? Oh, Anna. No, Anna. she said Anna. She was like, yeah, talking about Anna. She's like, oh, you're out here telling all my secrets, you little bitch. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, thanks for the info. Time for time, the murder. Yep, time to die. Sorry. And Nadia asks, and she answers truthfully, yes. Yes, I am going to kill you. <laughs> and she's like, how? She's like, I don't know. Maybe I should hang you or something. Right. And while she's thinking about it, Nadia's like, let me get that note. Let me get that right, note under the door. Right. Which, because I don't feel like we... I mean, I guess I'll have to see, but I don't have a memory of someone of like the show addressing the note. Oh, oh, it's going to come. Like it, it has it, to come in season two, but that's what I'm saying. The no, note- no, 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 no. It's going to come. <laughs> Wait, but what? what, what no, do you no, mean? I know. I mean, it's it's so it's a minor because of so many things that happens around it, but it's coming up really soon. If not this episode, the one immediately after. But I think next episode it's going to bring it up. The like, letter? But, yeah, but it, but does, but it doesn't get to Eve, it, right? It, it doesn't get to Eve. <sighs> It sort of does, thanks to Vlad. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. But not exactly. Right. She tried. Yeah. But she failed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't think she would have got the note back anyway, even if she'd seen um, Nadia put it under the door. It would have been really difficult for her to get that note back. It was like missing. But what did it say? It was like missing inmate. We gotta do a search for missing inmate, and random guards are searching the, scouring the halls, and all of a sudden there's a note he picks up and sees that there's blood at the door. We have to hurry up and get this door open. <laughs> it, gets, it gets broken in, and she's like, "Take, Take me, me to, to the hole." Way too excited. Call back. <laughs> Come on down. 
extremely gleeful, extremely bloody. I'm sure the guards were like, wow, we, we really got a live one on our hands here. This is this is beyond extra. Why are you excited to go to the hole? But let us oblige you. And, ooh, and then, somewhere in between there, we we get we hear from Kenny from Eve because yes. the scenes are cutting back and forth that she he found letters. Yeah, um, on, between on Constantine his way and his on her way to and from Vlad. She's like, all right, again, just keep looking. Find me anything. I'm so serious. He's like, uh, <laughs> phone call. I found some things. He's like, wait, us. right? Are you are you alone? Go to your room. He tells her to go to her. <laughs> he's like, go someplace private because, but you know, he's such a square. He's like, I can't even. He can't even say. Um, oh. What was it? Knob. Oh, yeah. His knob. He's got his knob chopped off. He has a hard time expressing those overtly sexual things. So <sighs> he's like, go to your room and we can just like talk about this quietly and privately. And, you know, we're back to Villanelle, who's finally in the hole. Um, and, you know, she's waiting. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm restless. Like, I did what I got to do. Time, time to go. I mean, I'm, I'm not a real prisoner. Let's go. Right. And uh, she's like, what's, hello? <laughs> knock, knock. Um, humans outdoor. Like, I did the shit. Hello. And here comes Creepy Doctor. I'm just going to call him Creepy Doctor forever. Yeah. And he's got some pills. And he's like, why don't you take these pills? And she's like, okay, uh, no. But hello. I finished the mission. Constantine. And he's like, Constantine who? Who that? <laughs> that was he's like slam closed unnecessary like he knew that she was going to punch the wall and probably you know fracture her fingers after that he didn't care because that's what she did she screams um, let me out let mm-hmm. me out over and over again and my initial viewing of this I was really sad like I know you know the logical thing would be like oh well the killer is like in jail I mean isn't that what's supposed to happen but no no, no. no. I want I want her out of jail post haste like right away ASAP and then, oh, yeah, there were so many things I wanted. I was like, well, Eve needs to be able to get back in to see Nadia. And then Eve needs to figure out that Nadia's dead. And then try to figure out who might have done it. Like, I was like, they need to just hurry up and meet already. That was me yelling. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so many L's, actually, for uh, MI6 this episode. Yes. Because they just were unprepared. Between Eve just giving up all the juice without making sure she had any bit of leverage, you know, before she just gave up the shit to Constantine being the real winner because he's fucked everybody up. And I tell you in the beginning, he fucked up Villanelle with that little cheat code, which said to me, oh, you definitely about to fuck her over. You will not be back in two days, like you said. And I'm pretty sure when Eve was with Vlad that Carolyn was with Constantine. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, you know, that speaks to why the room looks like that when Kenny does fly over. So I feel like. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, they definitely schmanged. Yeah. It was an angry spy schmang. Which is probably all of the schmangs that happen. Which is probably why Carolyn is always so giddy and giggly every time she thinks about it. She's like, hmm, it's, it's almost that time. It's that time again. Good grief. What would we rate this episode if we had to it grade hurt. it or rank it? Let's see. Um, uh, Definitely under last episode. But it's still, the reveals were crazy. So I'd put it maybe just. Maybe a little just under for the season. Like, maybe just under. I mean, as we progress, another one will probably yeah. take its place. But, yeah, definitely just a little under the last episode, I would say. Uh, not enough Elena and Kenny. No, they're really fun. Uh, but I know some um, in the later parts of this episode, there were some scheduling issues with the actress who plays Elena, which is why she didn't appear as much. Sadly, but... I know she's back on board for season two, so. Yes. Give me things. I like things like that. I feel like this was very much a, a building episode. 
Um, because some pretty serious things happens because, of course, Nadia, Nadia gets got. Um, but are we surprised? Because we thought Nadia got got in the previous episode. But they were like, no, she actually didn't. She's a fighter, which is even more shitty for her to die that way. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She was a sweet girl. But when you're sweet, like, don't date assassins, bruh. Like, it's what has to be like the pair in person of interest. You know, you had Root, who, you know, like, had some villanelle tendencies and you had Shaw also with villanelle tendencies, which is why Eve and villanelle working. Cause you need to have a little, a little, a little unction of the murder. I feel like for yeah. it to just, because when you're as sweet and kind and definitely not shouldn't be a killer like Nadia, she was going to be out the game one way or the other. Cause she wasn't good at it. Absolutely. No. If she was good at it, she would have been solo at this point in time, which is why I keep calling her scar Joe in my head. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Definitely, that's just how they go. That's how they play in my head. Uh, so I don't remember what the next episode is called at the top of my head, but I know that it sort of picks up from here. This is a lot of exposition and uh, uh, world building because, again, it played the game of why are we all here? Who are we out to get? Who are we? Who who's the target? Where 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 do we like aim? So you have these organizations that are definitely all in each other's business to the point where you don't know who really to trust from an official standpoint. The people with the most clearance seem to be the dirtiest so far that we've noticed. And we've yet to see anyone take credit of being the 12. Mm, They've mm -hmm. been very careful this entire time. And um, I can't wait to see some actual uh, destruction on their part. Yeah. And I just can't wait to see. Uh, Villanelle get out of jail. Cause I, what I liked about this episode too is that it showed an interesting contrast because Villanelle is such a strong, powerful, intimidating character to most people. But in this episode, you really get the impression that she still doesn't have actual agency. Like Absolutely the agency no. that she has is, you know, a bit of a mirage. It exists so long as she does what the 12 wants because, I mean, it's never been more obvious for her character that she did not want to go do that thing. And she was literally forced beyond her will. They're like, you don't have a choice. You have to do this. You want to be free? You have to do this. And so it's it's interesting that she is both both victim and, I don't know, provocateur, monster. I mean, yeah, because she, she was a big woman. Even in prison, she was a big woman. But she was still beating down every opportunity. Well, because that's what prison's going to do. You're going yeah. to run your jibs. And even if you're a good fighter, there's always going to be more guards with sticks that hurt. Yeah. and hit you right and so and she obviously was infamous a person like that she would have been getting into fights every day and receiving brutality every day because of it i mean she has a lot of humor but i think that's part of the deflection uh that's part of maybe her psychopathy a little bit that she's like oh i deflect with humor but actually these things really did bother me maybe she'll have a real conversation with eve in season two i don't know because i would like to to know like what other things cause Villanelle to tick. It obviously isn't just Anna. It obviously isn't just men's dicks and castration. There's definitely, I feel like, and I don't necessarily think it's attached to a guy. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's attached to a guy, but I feel like there's something, there's some event. Yeah. Um, there was definitely grooming that played a part in her development, but maybe not because it was a man. Maybe it was also because of a woman. There could you think have been a, 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 a murdering groomer? Uh, yeah, a groomer to I like guess, on some Dexter shit, like his daddy. I mean, just grooming it, a bitch. I'm not gonna count that out. I mean, I, I can't count that out. I think people knew what she was capable of at a very early age and were definitely thinking immediately, not while she's so talented, but while we could use this. And so they Interesting, just Interesting, because by the time she ends up in the school with Anna, 
she's definitely like done shit. Yeah, yeah, she's over excelling at the violence because everyone's afraid of her. That's what that's what Anna says, and we'll hear her say next episode um, that you know, just people were like, "Oh my god." this girl is scary and she's a child, but she's scaring me like she's a monster. And so that, that alludes to, did they, did they say that part of her juvie record was sealed when they look at the file? I feel like that was, that was part of the thing. I don't know. I don't remember. She's had any sealed records, but I think it did just go back to at least when she was like about seven or eight. And so she She said she was in a lot of violence in and out of a lot of homes. Right. So I guess what's still up in the air is like, what exactly happened with her parents? Did she murder them? Are they murderers? Uh, are they out there? I mean, or are they the reason she has such a winning personality? Right? <laughs> like, is she just inducted in the family business? Oh, it's time for boarding school, my little pumpkin. And then you know, she just like a Norma and Norman Bates thing. That's kind of like how I see her and Constantine, except without all the affection. That's right. really toxic. Like, there's intimacy and there's concern, but what kind of intimacy and concern? I'm not exactly sure. Like, what if her parents are in the twelve and she Whoa. and they just needed her Whoa. to be ready and strong enough to this is a big picture, f- right? To fill right those shoes because they need you know legacies that you know you build estates for. Yourself. I mean, anything is is frankly possible on this show. We have no idea. And that, here's what I hope too, that the 12 lives up to their ominousness. I hope so too. Don't let it be just like two nerds somewhere. Cause I'm going to be so angry. Like what do we think outside of it being like a biblical number? Like what do you think the 12 represents 12 nations? Um, I'm hoping not nations because they're doing a lot 12 of cities. Dis- they're doing, <laughs> no, no. They're doing a lot of destabilization, especially with the That's marks true. that they're picking. They're trying to topple governments. So it's almost like anonymous. But it feels like, but wouldn't it, wouldn't it have to be, okay, so even if it's not 12 nations, right, because nations would never work together, hmm, I'm just trying to figure out, is the, is the 12 closer to the Illuminati, or are they like, a big part of me wants them to not be men, I don't want any men in the 12. That means you're going to get men in the 12. <laughs> I, I know. You're going to just do that to me. I hope Carolyn's in the 12. I really like, do want Carolyn to be in the 12. That would be an excellent plot twist for me yes. is that she's one of the, the bitches running shit. And she was just giving some information to Villanelle like, y'all, I'm in a 12. Like, don't tell nobody, but I'm just here to help and you And that's probably exactly what they spoke about in that footage, <laughs> which is why Kenny was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. I can't read lips, but it looks incriminating. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I hope, you know, a lot of shows sometimes they reveal the big bad and it's just like horrible or boring or just all the air is let out of the, the Yeah, room. I don't I don't want that to happen here. I don't want that to happen. I want the 12 to be as intimidating as they should be given the kind of access they have that whoever these 12 men are, realistically, should we consider them to be leaders, a leader of some country? Are that far up or are we talking like, you know, just colonels or admirals or secretaries of state or, you know, diplomats. Because you have to have some degree of power to be able to be like, put my mans up in here, put people over here, put this over here. We're funding all these things. We know that toilet paper for governments doesn't cost $30,000 a roll. So there's ways to funnel money out into secret mm-hmm. agencies and shit if you want to do it. But I guess that remains to be seen. Like, what are they, what are y'all trying to do? New world order? That's why I say it sounds like some Illuminati shit. You know, like, oh, we remake the world in our image. Maybe they have Nico as like some sort of foot oh soldier. Oh my god! You know Nico's trainer. not a cover. Wait, Nico can't he's be gonna peel off his mustache like <sighs> high pumpkin. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I was a plant this whole time. I was sent to keep you docile. 
That's some Mission Impossible <laughs> shit. We just pull off your stuffing like it's really me. Holy uh, crap. Uh, hopefully not because I just want Nico to get his shit together like every one dimensional wife in a show and just leave. Like I need to leave. I need to leave you, Eve, because you're hurting me. You're not being honest with me. And I don't need this kind of stress. Me and Dom, we have a place. Oh, but Dom lives <laughs> with his parents. <laughs> I'm going to go live with Dom and his parents until I get my own flat here. Oh, do like, you know, Jay Money's wife when they got the divorce. Literally just vanished. <laughs> <laughs> Literally Yo, they just did go. do that in Jessica Jones. They, they were like, and I actually wanted to see what happened with her because I feel like her trauma was way worse than Jerry's. Like her, her trauma was bad because you don't have your ex stabbing you up like that. But if you are the ex that's stabbing, you know, yeah. The, the the former lover that you still love she but you're just upset because she was cheating money, and then you know she had I guess aggressive cancer that eventually took her after she got the settlement I feel like she got a settlement and then she ended up passing from cancer I feel like that was the arc of the oh the ex-wife the ex yeah yeah so that's why she was feeling funny about pawning the last gift that she that's got that's right her. we did get we did learn that last season where like she died and she was feeling sentimental but she definitely broke up with whole number four mm-hmm. who she was dating at the time you guys should check out Jessica Jones if you haven't seen it. By the way, so you could know what the heck we're talking about. But I guess. Is that really? Yeah, I think that's ultimately everything. I mean, your assignment this week would be uh, taking a look in the very next episode because we're definitely going to dive into it really deep and really heavy. And What's the title of the next episode? It. I was trying to think of it off the top of my head and I can't think of it. Only because Take Me to the Hole is such like a memorable. Yeah. A memorable line, memorable statement. It is called, I don't want to be free. And that's a callback to her BFF. Oh, that's also a line in the song. I don't want to be. I'm staying. I think that's, that's, it's a lot of things. Like Eve does not want to be free from her obsession. Cause so many people Mm -hmm. like, bitch, get free. Just get free. Like we'll take it from here. And she's like, no, the fuck you will not. I'm so close, right? I'm so close. This is my O. (laughs) She is crossed. I mean, we we see her crossing boundary after boundary this episode, and she just keeps going full steam ahead next episode. We know full boundaries, full boundary crossings. You're breaking the law. Are you even a cop or just an agent anymore? Just what are you doing? Yeah. Just rogue, completely rogue, like your girl. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed our our recap of uh, today. If we missed anything or you have any thoughts or queries about any of our thoughts, or statements on what happened in this episode, please hit us up on the social meds. We're not often there, but we see it. Yeah, we see the messages. We do. <laughs> we, just, we look at them. We don't always remember to reply, but we do look We're at really them. really bad at We're that. We're usually somewhere trolling a meninist somewhere. Hey, <laughs> listen. This Captain Marvel stuff, you guys, has given me so much fodder for trolling meninist on our other Marvel podcast. Um, we got our first real meninist troll because we posted that Brie Larson meme where she was, what did it say? Something about, Something like, about toxic uh, nerds get therapy. Yeah, it was like, toxic nerds it was the poster for Captain Marvel was like, toxic nerds go to therapy. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to continue to revel and bask in that for as long as I can. And I think you guys should too, if you haven't seen it. But until next week, you guys. Uh, here's hoping you get killed by a woman. Higher, further, faster. Bye.